I'm Kirsten Eanes, and this is Poetry Now. I don't think a poem should tell you how to live your life. That's not what I come to poems for, mostly. I think that's what I'm, in some sense, writing against, this idea that you should come away from the poem with, like, vitamin pills for how to live your life better, or, like, knowledge, or... I don't think you should come out of a poem with things. I think you should come out of a poem with a kind of, like, liveliness or energy or just openness to the world. It's also partially comes out of teaching, encountering students who clearly think there's, like, an answer to be gotten to or, like, some, like, distillable thing that you can get out of a poem. And I think that that closes a lot of people off from poems if they can't decode it, make it language, or rejoice. I think pleasure is a lot of what I come to writing for. Immediately motionless likeness. By going, you have to be and seek it out, said the starlet in the shared volitional language of space and time. Explanation thrashes round the thing, but doesn't touch it. The thing we know then as style of thrashing, or ripples in the pond sufficient in itself, she licks her tongue, it could be desired as a figure. Faithless as a class of examples, I found new objects swimming blankly in a common sense, by going alone to listen to them in the night light of their pool. To begin with life or stars, the spring is source or season when to start. I love what you said about the birds, as distance is required for attraction, and force keeps its distinctions in a tall hull called law, clever in the style of depth in a painting, sumptuous for use and briefly this, a fancy, pity, and devising. Wherefore, as it is at the right door, make it language or rejoice. This is how you touch me and my other ghosts, and short of the occasion— just a frequent mist of atoms, all touching in the arms, like an error in the wish. I got to undergrad and I took a modernist poetry class, and it introduced me to the idea of collage. And I was like, oh, whoa, it's so energetic when you run textbook language up against, like, a love lyric. So I was really fascinated with collage. And then what I realized I could do was imitate the kinds of things I had been collaging fragments of, the sort of everyday speech of people, highly formal clinical language of journal articles about science, high lyricism of poetry, just kind of whatever struck my ear as strange and learned how to like speak in each of those kinds of modes. The better I got at each of them, the sort of smaller I could make the units. This is how you touch me and my other ghosts and short of the occasion, just a frequent mist of atoms, all touching in the arms like an error in the wish. What I oftentimes hope for from my poems and when I read other people's poems, what I hope to have happen to me is to be danced by the poem in some way, for it to give me a way of moving that I couldn't have known how to move without it. A lot of my favorite writers and who I think are the best writers do this amazing thing where, like, you know it's their way of moving in language. It's their sort of rhythm, and oftentimes it feels improvisational, but there's something in it, even if it's hard to identify, that's distinctive. It's like, you know, how you know a salsa is not a waltz. There are sort of steps and patterning and like ways of moving that are distinctive to each kind of dance. And if you just do the steps with it, suddenly you're saying or waltzing or whatever, and training helps. But the thing is what you're also letting move through your body in some way. That was Kirsten Eanes and her poem, Immediately Motionless Likeness. I'm Katie Clarkson, and this is Poetry Now a production of the Poetry Foundation. For more about this series, go to poetryfoundation.org slash poetrynow.